0: Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017. My name is Corey Andrew Dickinson and I have a podcast about Kamen Rider Ghost. This podcast is about that podcast. Joining me are Adam Wasserman.
1: Hi, I'm Adam Wasserman. I'm on this podcast about another podcast.
2: And Alexi Peppers. Hi, I'm Alexi Peppers and I'm on this podcast <laughs> about the other podcast about a show I'd never heard of before.
0: Thankfully we have a we have a we have a theme song, so I'm gonna play the theme song.
2: We were watching the show, Native Reject Sony. It says R&D. it's playing. I don't believe it.
0: I hit the button. Zencaster has a little I soundboard. It. It I can't playing. hear it. I can't hear it at all. I can no hear it. Nobody's
1: gonna it. Oh, it. oh no.
0: Oh no.
2: The best oh of hosts that watch, It always it always records, uh, records onto my vocal track say, though, so I'm completely
0: drowning it out
2: Join yeah. Adam and Alexi in this
0: the Re- show that still isn't done. Tell me when it ends. Enjoy the unseen with Ghostwatch 2017
2: uh. What do you mean? And we're back We're back I was gonna,
1: I was gonna so, try to yeah. get a whole minute out of her before before I clean the song Oh dang I was gonna see how long we could uh, convince her that it was going.
0: No, I would have just—I have... would have just sang the song myself. Then in that case, oh, right. we were watching right. a show made of pre-jacksony already. Yeah, I know the words because I've heard the it lords? a few times. The words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know English, but I know the words. <laughs> I learned. I learned to speak phonetically. Uh, <laughs> just, no, no, that's not that true. Doesn't make no, sense. I did not learn to speak at all.
1: That makes more sense.
0: I'm actually a robot. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, the Adventure Zone ended. (laughs) (laughs) And it was beautiful. Was that the podcast I was
1: supposed to listen to?
0: Yes. This is a podcast about other podcasts, right?
2: Can this be a podcast about (laughs) the (laughs) the Adventure Zone? (laughs) The the podcast we wish we were part of. Mm. The podcast that is my life every single day. That I live for the adventure zone. Yeah, it was good that we weren't recording anyway last week, because like I wouldn't have. <laughs> I had to listen to the finale right meow. It's hard enough today that there's a the, the adventure zone zone that I haven't oh, listened there? to. Yes. Ah. It's an hour and a half long. I'm extremely happy.
0: Yeah, I don't listen to the adventure the the adventure zone zone, so
2: I like them a lot, because as a DM myself and, and stuff. I love hearing how Griffin has made this wonderful beautiful thing.
0: Okay, anyway, let's see.
2: That's not what this podcast we have any
0: is have dice about. within reach? No, if we have dice within reach I can play D&D. <laughs> Adam, have you
2: played I'm sorry, D&D I'm before? Sorry think
1: your, um, your, invest, your investment in this podcast is lower than it could be.
0: I don't know what you mean, Adam. Hmm. Mm.
2: Hmm. I mean I don't feel like we can throw stones since you and I Adam try and turn this into a Godzilla podcast pretty much every week
1: only only when Corey decides that she's not gonna be at her mic
2: huh
0: I am always near a microphone
1: <laughs> I mean if you're gonna hijack a show you gotta you gotta take your moment you can't hijack it when the host is still around to stop you you have to you have to wait till she goes to get another beer or something
2: hmm well, should we say the name all together? I bet we'll do it real okay. good since we've oh, done everything uh, else just what is like, what is the name let me it's adopt a monolith Good job oh adopt
0: a monolith okay
1: episode eight adopt a monolith
0: all right Adam, do you want to count us in
1: <laughs> sure uh are we we're we going on, are we going on three or one? <laughs>
0: You decide that
1: as you're counting as Oh us my in. gosh, the pressure. Alright. Three, two, one. Episode, Episode eight. eight. Adopt, adopt a monolith. How is that... Any, how is that... How is it that it was worse when I counted as it
0: <laughs> No, it always sounds like that to me.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, wow. Okay. I think I did. I mean, I will accept that my sense of rhythm is poor, and so... My sense of what came after 3 or 1, because I no longer remember how I counted, uh, <laughs> may have been wrong.
0: My my memory of this episode is that there is a, a second monolith that is made of technology of some kind that is never, ever brought up again. Yeah. Oh no, really? Yeah. It's just, it's just a really fancy special monolith, and I think Scary Mouth Man's involved.
1: In, yeah. With the special Man, model, this is the B,
0: the B lady. No, I don't. Uh, the B Gonma is also involved, I believe.
1: Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. I also so there's no, there's the no
0: new gnomes, and there's no follow up after this. But I think we get some pretty good tiny tiny table friends in this.
1: Is that the shrine? Tiny table friends hasn't been coined yet at this point in the podcast.
0: Yeah, tiny table friends are the ghost gadgets, which is oh. spider lantern in this case. I think gets to play And, and so does and some, the uh,
2: Bat-Gun yeah. Clock. Yeah. We do get all oh, of them.
0: Oh, right, because is, is this the episode where the Bat-Clock uses its special ability? Yes. To, re- to reveal where the hostages are being kept?
1: Yes. That is correct. Your retention yeah. is very good.
2: Do you want to do my job today, Corey?
0: <laughs> no, I just I just wanted to give that <laughs> a go to, like,
2: scene-y.
0: ooh Because, I mean, like, in the other podcast... We do go through the whole episode and I'm not really sure if going over it every time is good.
1: True. Well I mean Alexia's a lot faster.
0: What? No, we're down to like twenty minutes now. We're
1: we've got we got, we got real good. Used to, she used to be faster.
2: It, it, yeah. it it is. Things have gotten weirder.
1: Well we get off we get off topic easier. I can skip around
2: just to like my favorite bits.
0: Yeah, I think that would be that would be appropriate. Yeah, sure. Alright.
2: Well yeah, sure. First first bit is that after the whole saving of the day, um, Akari and Onari are gone and Taco's upset, but um oh what's the puppet's name? Starts so with the Y. Eurisen. Yurisen. Yurisen's Urisen. so flippant about it and is like, hey, just use the clock. And I don't understand this at all. The clock winds back, but like, not time. I thought it was also going to be like a time travel thing, and I was like, oh shit, that's going to be a big deal. But it just shows where they were, or where they are. It was extremely confusing. I, I still don't I understand. Couldn't, I could
0: never tell if it was showing current events in a different location, or back in time in a different location.
2: And either way, that does not seem like an ability that clock bat. A bat clock would have a bat
0: clock that's also a gun?
1: I, I feel like it's like Batman's like bat visor thing in the, the Arkham games where, you know, he can like rewind like evidence from the past based on trace elements. So, so you think bat that bat, bat, bat that.
0: clock is such advanced technology Yeah, that it's, it, it's it can infer what is happening at any other location in the world at any time.
1: It just analyzes. It's like uh, it's it's like a chaos computer. It analyzes vibrations and and uh, patterns in the wind and stuff, and it can make a perfect holographic replica of the world.
2: What is that from?
1: That's the thing chaos. I just said.
2: Chaos. A chaos um, computer. Chaos
1: theory. It uses chaos theory to do stuff.
0: Well, that's that's
2: not <laughs> chaos theory. James Gleick wrote a really good book on chaos theory.
1: Well, you're both nerds. (laughs) (laughs) My understanding of chaos theory comes exclusively from Butterfly Metaphor and Jurassic Park. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty standard.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So my understanding is, if you know where one thing is, you can know where everything is. I don't know. Chaos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) just mass stereo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can know one thing, you can know everything.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: but you can only know one of everything.
2: <laughs> I, I did once, I was in a class in Leiden where we were talking about chaos theory and like what it was and trying to explain it to each other. And then we went for like coffee break, because that was a thing in these Dutch classes. And literally next door to us was an actual, like, quantum physicist symposium where they were trying to talk about what the hell chaos theory actually was. <laughs> and it was like, well, they don't know. In my university, for a
0: meetup for, like, game developers, you had, like, an old lady there accidentally because there was another symposium about fracking. So.
1: <laughs> they're very similar.
0: What the hell is this? is this Dutch studies and, like, you go to learn how to build boats or whatever.
2: Just racist, Corey. <laughs> yeah, no, I went there. All I learned was how to um build boats, wear clogs, and smoke weed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> something something, put your finger in a dike, something something.
2: Yep. Oh, um triple salted licorice, herpiderp, tulips, oh. herpiderp. Windmills? Legalized
1: prostitution. Yeah, I
2: windmills. I did actually learn a lot about windmills. That was, like, I, I was really <laughs> <you> weird. <laughs> you learned
0: a lot about prostitution.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, you could have. You could have
0: learned a lot about sex work while you were in like the yeah. area. But
2: no, I did. I I only visited Amsterdam like twice, and I did not go to that area of Amsterdam. <laughs> Didn't go to a, a, a coffee shop. Oops. No.
0: Smash my microphone.
2: Because all the Dutch friends I made were like straight laced and then I was like, so coffee <laughs> shops, they were like, yeah, we don't go there. That's gross. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Super gross. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to go there either. I just wanted to make yeah. sure you didn't want to go.
2: Yeah, no, I was just like, it was just a, a cultural understanding thing. I, I, wasn't, yeah. I wasn't gonna go if, if you went. No, no.
1: Well, I mean, it's like, I guess if somebody was like, hey, I hear they have shisha bars here. I'm like, they totally do. I'm not going to one.
2: Yeah, but, I yes, would not go to... I would not.
1: No. what's
2: a Canadian thing. Uh, one of those things where they put the maple syrup on the snow? What?
0: No. No, like a hookah <laughs> bar. Like a hookah bar for yeah. smoking. Yeah, Tobacco and... and... Yeah, no, I'm
2: not saying. I thought that's what that oh. was. I was just trying to think of what the most stereotypical Canadian... Oh. like
1: what you I would, would totally go to the What maple foreign syrup
2: people or... would... Do? Yeah. Here?
1: I went to Montreal once and that is one of the things that we did.
2: Yeah, I think well, you can only do that out east. Yeah, it's true. I did it out east. Well, I mean, hypothetically, you're just putting some syrup in snow. You can do that anywhere. Yeah, I it's mean like look in... at the tar sands.
1: Actual snow. I think they had crushed ice.
0: Yeah, it's shaved ice.
1: Yeah, cuz you don't want to use real snow. Cuz gross.
0: Yeah, you get, like that acid rain snow or the snow that's had like
2: a lot of truck
1: Adam exhaust on what's it. What's in our snow these days? Ooh.
2: I thought I did it with real snow.
1: You could have. You were probably petting a bee while you were doing it.
2: Uh-huh. I, mean, it I asked Kate. I asked Kate if she
0: pets bees, and she said yes. Kate does. Yeah. It.
1: I asked so many people, and they all said no.
0: Oh, oh, Kate's I a the Twitter only poll. person that. Yeah, Kate said yes. So. Let me check
2: results were.
1: People were very confused by the question let alone my explanation of what I meant.
0: Although Kate was absolutely certain that bees don't sting you so hmm.
2: I'll Well, I'll
1: take, take that
0: you Having been stung by bees honeybees and bumblebees uh,
2: <laughs>
1: yes, yes, they can.
2: I asked Twitter and 115 people responded to me which wow. is crazy.
0: That's a lot. What's your follower count? Jeez.
2: I only have uh, 217 followers, but Tarn Adams, creator of Dwarf Fortress, is one of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he was into the bee question, so I think that that kind of brought people in. It's like
1: three times as many followers as I have.
2: Well, the finding was that 29% of these people do pet bees.
1: Statistically insignificant. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, it is statistically significant because there were enough.
0: The sample was definitely large enough.
2: but And Tarn Adams, the only person that we really need to care about, does pet bumblebees, but not other scarier bees, hmm. which is acceptable.
0: Good. Yes. Okay, Bat Clock. So Bat Clock did a crazy thing.
2: Yeah, and that was wild. Next up is, of course, the only thing that I'll ever care about. That's not true.
0: Onari being tied to a yeah. pole.
2: <laughs> yes, and I just find it hilarious. Other is the bit where they've been freed by Taco and they can't see him, and Akari just turns on Anari and is like, "Nope, I don't trust you. You might be possessed." And she holds out like the gag she was wearing, like she's gonna strangle him to death, like right there, if he doesn't answer her questions. The, the security question being, "What do you call yourself?" The answer being a humble servant, which yes, he probably would, yes
1: yeah. incidentally the the ghost watch crew has some somewhat concerning ideas about password safety, just putting that up there
0: I have no yeah. I have no recollection, I use one password,
1: um, oh yeah, me too, but yeah, there was talk about like numbers and capitals and stuff, I'm like, no, 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 no no,
2: they did though mention. They mentioned two-factor authentication, you need it to have a fist bump fun. and a code phrase. That
1: was later on.
2: That was, and that was acceptable. I have two-factor oh. authentication on everything because of the haters, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's, <why. laughs> That's
1: a good reason.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and in terms of plot of *Common Rider Ghost, things are kind of still picking up, and we learn that Teeth Man has like five icons himself and there's this weird thing where Makoto is holding four but like they're the two that we know about and the Mm -hmm. other two just look like they're this normal kind of like off blue like I don't know if it's because I only saw it quickly but they didn't look like proper icons and I don't know if that was the only
0: incorrect icon he has is his sister which he would probably not hold in a fistful of icons
1: if memory serves and I I also do not rewatch the episode, so this is based on my my watching it when it first came out. So this is like over a year ago now.
2: Uh, oh yeah, I it would think be the same. He for hasn't me. probably
1: yeah. awakened a couple of them at this point, so they may not look.
2: Oh like yeah.
1: Okay. Oh. That's a- okay. Because okay. I know that one of them, at least, he had to. He had to. Yes.
0: Like, You're right. Awake. Yeah, they, they they don't cooperate with him. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. want to spoil it. Cool. No, that makes yeah. sense, and I didn't clue into that at the time.
1: Yeah, no, that exactly would be my guess.
0: On the
2: show. But yeah, two of his icons looked kind of like dim and weird, so... Cool! I'm not crazy. I didn't get a good enough look, like, Teeth Man only showed off his icons pretty fast, so I, I didn't yeah. get to see if they were Did he Did he not. hold them in the briefcase? Yes, he has a special carrying briefcase. Distinct from his motherboard, glued in a briefcase, briefcase.
1: Well, that's for capturing them, and this is for this is for keeping his collection. But he only walks around with one at a time. Because <laughs> he plans things out properly.
2: Yeah, he's very he's very smart and and maybe he's got a plan. maybe it
1: flips up. Like maybe maybe depending on how he opens it. Like if he opens it oh inwards, it's the it's it's the capturing one. And if oh. he opens it like the latches outwards, it opens up and it's the other one. Yeah, that could cool. be. Maybe it's fancy. Probably not.
2: I was very angry because I always hate this. Mm. That it was just the most typical anime thing, in that Makoto, because he's like the cool guy type, makes him completely gullible and naive to anything anyone tells him. Because instead of thinking critically, he just gets all fired up about, like, don't you dare talk like that. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm just going to also take everything you say at face value. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: characters characters and people actually just kind of say what they're actually thinking in the series so he's not wrong
1: (laughs) plus there's the whole thing that happens in this show that happens in other shows that always bugs me is that they have like obviously there's a significant amount of time passing because we know how much time passes and it seems like there are questions or conversations that they should have had at some point that they just don't have until until they decide to like like you might want to, you know, try asking Gramps more about the Ganma world periodically. Gramps is Gramps is different because he just won't show up. But yeah, he won't show, on, up, and he
0: won't answer questions directly.
1: But later on, like they have access to a lot more information potentially that they just don't ever seem to be interested in. Like, have let's let's sit down and have like a couple three hour meeting and just explain to us break this all down.
2: No, nope. no, nope.
1: they do not nope. do that. Drives no. me nuts.
2: This episode at the very end subverts subverts that. Not exactly, but like, um, the fact that Takeru tells Akari that he's figured out it's Makoto, like, I was surprised that they actually did that right away. Because I felt like, yeah, they just kind of sit on it. But, yeah, Teeth Man plays Makoto like a fiddle, and is like, oh, didn't you realize it's all Taco's dad's fault, and I'm just a good guy? And Makoto's like, damn, I'm not going to listen to you, but I'm also going to go fight Taco."
0: Yeah, actually, that specifically doesn't make sense based on information that I have from later in the series about yeah. his his attitude towards Taco's dad.
2: Yeah, well, that teeth man does the typical villain thing that works so well on the cool guys, which is to kind of be like, oh, you're not letting your respect for Taco's dad get in the way of your caring about your sister, are you? And Nakoda's like, shut up, I'm not. <laughs> Don't mention my sister. Yeah.
1: Don't talk about my sister.
2: Don't talk about my sister. There are
0: some very strange uh, setups with him and his sister that Mm -hmm. I just like. I don't know why they make her his absolute object of obsession for the entire series. (laughs) It's really weird. I don't
1: know about the entire series. I mean, the first thirteen episodes.
0: They have an episode where they uh, get their heart's desire.
1: Right. And his is
0: like 15 or 16 of his sister.
1: Yeah, he totally has a siscom.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... Don't touch it.
2: Oh, <laughs> right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that all play out. Um, I do love... And it's funny because I was much more emotionally impacted than it seemed like the Ghostwatch 2016 crew was. because really? Yeah, well, like, Takeru runs into Spectre as he's trying to help out the friend with the missing friend. And it's funny because he kind of just rolls his eyes when he sees Spectre he's like, oh, I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> Which shows a lot about how confident he's gotten since Spectre used to just, like, kick his ass and take his icons every time they met. That's true. But, um he realizes that it's Makoto, and also this is another Japanese thing that wasn't mentioned in Ghost 2016 that I'm not 100% sure on, but he calls Makoto Nichan, which, mm. doesn't that mean brother, and specifically like, big brother?
1: It's also, it, it's also a, uh, yeah, it, it is, but it's also something that friends will sometimes do to show respect. Like, if it's if it's somebody who's not your Like your real brother, but who is your really good friend who helped you growing up, like your 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 senpai. Yeah. When you're when you're a a kid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I thought that was like really cute and said a lot about just how close they were. And he keeps calling him that the whole time. Like it's not like he gets rejected once and then just switches back to calling him Makoto or Spectre. Like throughout the entire fight, he always calls him like Makoto Nichan. And I just thought it was really sad. I know this happens in like animes and stuff all the time, where you've got this like split friendship and like the one person refuses to fight back, they're like, No, I won't fight you, you're my friend. But I don't know. At eight episodes in I'm already invested enough in the characters. And Takeru has such a good like puppy face that I was really bummed out about it. I was sad. I wish they'd just talk.
1: Aww.
0: I feel like the only the only expression that like actually is communicated by taco is like his enthusiasm like when he gets like uh kind of that uplifting intense kind of thing like he he sells that but any other thing he's just like slightly
1: mopey (laughs) it's that little like sad pouty face
2: yeah and I think actually, actually it is because there's a bit in this episode like at the point where he thinks he saved the day before he finds out that he forgot about the client. <laughs> um, he has this brief moment of being like really cheerful, which he hasn't been a lot lately because things are kind of going bad for him. He is dead. He is dead, yeah. yeah. But when he's cheerful, he is like really cheerful and it, it's kind of cute. So I think that makes it even sadder when he's bummed out. And that's the thing, I think I. it's hard. To be like, ah, he should pull it together. Like, no, he has the right to be sad. He is dead. And, like, things have gone very poorly. And now his, like, bestie childhood friend hates him for some reason. And just, like, things things suck for Takeru.
0: But at least he's got Onari.
2: At least he's got Onari. He's got for- Onari. Yay. <laughs> who gets told off in this episode because when Onari and Akari do find the monolith, it is pretty hilarious that Onari's kind of like, oh, what is this dreadfully ominous object, is how he puts it. And Akari's like, it's obviously a monolith. Like, we have one of these. What the hell's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) Maybe he doesn't spend as much time by the water feature as she does.
2: Does she she live in the temple? Has it ever been established? Because she's always there. Her science uh, that's a lab very good in question. the temple. So, if nothing else, she works there, and that she, she does her research there. It's Taco's dad's lab. So,
0: yeah,
1: she she has just co opted so. it. I never thought of that. Yeah, she's but just she, a real good point.
2: Yeah, she's there in the flashbacks too, though, to when they were kids. Yep. As she so maybe always she just hangs
1: there? out there so much that she might as well live there.
2: Yep. Yeah. Which, like, side? I know. Note, I know the students live there. Yeah. Yeah. The fact, like, I know sense. that it'll never go anywhere because this is a kid's show, but, like, there's supposed to be kind of a romance between Ikari and, and Takeru. And that's just this weird thing that seems super common in Japanese shows and stuff in particular that I just find so weird. The, like, oh, we were friends as toddlers, and also. And now, now we want a bone. Mac? Yeah, now we want a bone. Like, <laughs> huh. I've in, always in just. Japan?
1: the first person of the the opposite gender that you that you meet is the person that you have to bone down with for the rest of your life
2: it's even like i saw a production of phantom of the opera this weekend and even that it has the same thing in it like raoul is like oh remember we were friends when we were little kids so also now let's let's get married i'm like euh, well no, well, I find that like we grew up together and were kind of brother and sister to be a weird point of argument towards now let's date. So yeah, yeah, I said to get that off my chest.
0: <laughs> like in my own childhood, a lot of my friends growing up when I was a kid, when I was very small, were my cousins. So yeah. there's always been that knowledge, and then they we all grew up and grew apart as you do and I can't think of a single childhood friend that I could meet now and be like, oh yeah, we were besties as little kids. Let's hook up.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why does it happen all the time in, in media?
1: It's, it's faster that way.
2: You know, but They have a history. You've got a
1: pre-established reason for why they're close already.
2: Yeah, that's probably
1: true.
0: Yeah, you don't have to accelerate a relationship. Although they've got lots of time in Ghost. They
1: sure do.
2: (laughs) So other cool stuff was that the special code phrase that these two besties had, the client and his friend, was like, We'll be together till we die. We'll hang out down in hell. (laughs) That's metal. I'd like to have (laughs) code word with friends like that.
0: Well, it's like, actually, the client is pretty metal, like, in general. He's just like, okay, my best friend's not talking to me, there's ghost crap happening on this bridge with these zombies, and I have no way to, like, deal with this myself, so I'm actually going to hire some people to fix this for me, and then also get my friend back.
2: He's very proactive. He goes along with Taco on, like, most of the... Yep. Most of the searching and whatnot. Yep. Today he was wearing a shirt that said Pennsylvania on it, which is... I thought it was maybe spelt wrong, too, but then I was like, do I know how to spell Pennsylvania? Probably not. (laughs) Mm -mm. How many N's are there? No one knows. No one knows. Urizen drops the special tool to help us later that if a Ganma possesses someone for 99 days, you can't fix it. Which is obviously going to come up.
1: There was that. I don't think it ever comes up. I don't think that comes up. Really? No. Nope. Like, literally never.
0: Yeah, no, should... I'm on episode 42, and it has not come up.
1: I, I'm, I'm like 99% also, sure also... that we never hear about it again.
0: Yeah, Gunma aren't possessing people anymore, so.
1: Yeah. Well, well should... that one guy. Eh. He's totally possessed. No. He is. Uh-uh. Trust me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, so he's in uh, on it. <laughs> it it ends <laughs> on what to me is a cliffhanger because I'm I'm much more invested in the emotional aspects of the show than anything else because Okoto is talking to his sister Canon about stuff and he specifically he's not saying he'll take all the icons in a general way. He does specifically say, I'm going to take all of his icons, which makes me feel like that conversation might have started with an explanation of, like, hey, remember our childhood friend, Takeiru? He's also a common Rider, and I'm going to take all his icons. Well, she's been
1: there the whole time. Yeah, she can yes. see. Yeah, she's uh, an eyeball.
2: I guess... Oh, well, it's true, because wasn't it them that talked about Akari before? Mm-hmm. So that's yep. true. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not news. Um but yeah, she she's quiet and, and he's like, What's wrong? And she's like, Well actually and then it cliffhangers. Why? Well, why yeah. make me weed awake? Weed awake, Jesus. <laughs> Wait a week. <laughs> a weed awake, a weed awake. if <laughs> <laughs> well, you you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky.
1: Yeah. I mean I could oh, watch it right now. You could. You could watch you could? the whole series. If and still
0: want. not know what what the hell that cliffhanger's about. No. Like, why did they do it? Why did they do a cliffhanger there? That was not necessary. There's no They're like, like big info drop.
1: Damn it. They were no. just tired. They were like, eh, let's end the scene here. Everybody, <laughs> want to knock off early? Cool. <laughs>
2: Ooh, and then in the uh, the trailer for the next episode, it looked like there was a guy in, like, a kind of military jacket that reminds oh. me a lot of a uh, general from Sailor Moon, so that's cool. I'm excited for that. He is a lot like a Sailor Moon general. True. Yep. Yeah, he looked just like one. Mm-hmm. Also, there was another one of the, like, Onari makes Christmas cards advertisements, which are so cute! Mm-hmm. Good. Those are the highlights from this episode. Sweet. I want Spectre and Ghost. Now now that I know they're both real names, it feels weird to say Spectre and Takiru. It's either Makoto and Takiru or Spectre and Ghost. Yeah. But I want them to make up. I'm sad that they're fighting. They gotta team up. Against <laughs> I thought you were I going to gonna say back. make out. Yeah. I mean if they made out I wouldn't complain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's even less likely to happen than Akari and Takeru making out.
0: I don't even want them to touch faces. Like, Akari and Taco. like, getting it on? It's like, they're incompatible.
2: (laughs) As much as I like Takeru more and more, yeah, like, Akari deserves someone more
0: animated. More interested in what she's doing. Like, more willing to give her the time of
2: day. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, talk, Taco needs to grow as a person.
2: Yes. And you know what? He's already grown since the first episode. Mostly just like in that he's gotten more serious and depressed, which is a bummer. But it's kind of personal growth.
1: <laughs> Too real.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what
1: happens
0: when you get older. You get depressed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my experience.
2: Do a poll. I'm pretty happy. I'm 24.
1: <laughs> like a poll amongst the three of us?
0: A poll. Ask our Uh, I was diagnosed at 13, so maybe I just got old fast.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I didn't get diagnosed until my late 30s.
0: Oh, slacker. No, you were like a little baby. <laughs> Am I though? A very hairy baby, <laughs> a tall, oh, yeah. very hairy baby with a My Little Pony collection. Um, I,
1: is it a collection if I really only have like mostly Pinkie Pie? pie?
0: Uh, yeah. I don't know. The <sighs> only,
1: the other ones I have are just because they were incidental to acquiring more Pinkie Pie, <laughs> and I haven't acquired a new one in quite some time because I decided to distance myself from the brony movement for reasons that are probably obvious.
2: Yeah, that's always a bummer. I feel very bad eh. for, like, just the normal people who enjoyed that stuff.
1: Well, I, I'm always, like, really, I'm always one of the normal people who enjoy stuff, because I never get really super deep into most things anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, I
1: just like a lot of different stuff. Like, but you, buy, the stuff you buy really... the
0: merch from from stuff that you like, which is something that I, even I even I don't do. Like, I don't, I don't really buy merch. Sometimes I'll buy, like, art prints from, like, independent artists that do, like, fan art. But typically, I yeah. don't even buy I mean,
1: tchotchkes. My Little Pony merch was thick on the ground when I was buying it. Like, it wasn't hard to find. Whereas, I only have, like, I only have two Godzilla products that are not shirts. It is
2: mm. an interesting difference. Aside like, my... All. My brother is much more of a kind of collector personality than I am. For me, like if I see it, then like I'm good. I don't need to own it. Particularly, mm. if I really love something like Pacific Rim, I have like the this specialist special edition that's like a kind of the DVD case is Gypsy Danger. Yeah. And I have like I got Bern Gorman to sign the backing of it and like, I got really into it, like, I made sure to buy Pacific Rim in the fanciest format I could find it, partly just to make it, like, to try and support it. But I don't have hmm. any of the action figures, but my brother does, even though he doesn't love Pacific Rim as much as I do. Um, just because he has, he has a lot of action figures, he has many more Godzilla action figures, but he also got a couple of the Pacific Rim ones. But I just don't buy stuff like that. Is there a Pacific Rim, like, fandom that's, like, hardcore? My, my Tumblr presence is basically all just people I met through the hardcore Pacific Rim fandom. We, like, we all met each other. There was a Tumblr Pacific Rim fandom, like, live watch together. Like, someone streamed it hmm. on some service and we all, like, watched it together and then followed each other. Aww. And that's the same like core group of people that I still follow even though we're all just dormant because there hasn't been Pacific Rim news. But now there is, and it's kind of like waking up again. But no, like there's some hardcore stuff. Like, there's a real band that makes, like, that made real music based on Newton Geisler's fictional band as depicted in a 300,000 word fanfiction. <laughs> no, not 300,000 word. Words? Page? I don't know. A couple more ah, of the Rings were.
1: pages is a lot.
2: It was really good.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for the siren to go by. Yeah. On my end before talking, you can continue to chat.
1: But no, I think no. I find that the older I get, the less I feel the need to have, like, more stuff. Because now I have a lot of stuff. I'm starting to want to get rid of my stuff. Rather than acquire more, like, just stuff that's gonna sit there.
2: That's true. I did, like, when I was quite young... Like, even younger than I am, I collected a lot of Star Wars stuff. Mm. That was, like, my one collecting thing. I had a lot of action figures, and I particularly loved getting any stuff that was actually, like, from when the movies first came out. So I have, like, multiple different copies of the novelizations of the original films and, like, Mm. a bunch of stuff like that. Partly, I think, because I inherited some of it, because my mom was really into Star Wars when it first came out. But yeah, then, like, I moved here to Evanston for work and like I only took a very small subset of my Star Wars stuff with me cuz I was like you know what I don't really have a place for this and do I really do anything with it except have it but I can't yeah. quite bring myself to get rid of it and at least I know some people who have like a big problem with that and need to get like a storage unit I just am okay with still having like a little display case thing at my parents place but Yeah, just moving once and having one set of small collectibles was enough for me to say, like, hey, no, this is kind of a pain. Hmm.
1: Yeah, well, when you know, you have to move, like, 20 long boxes full of comics every time you move, you start to go, hmm, I have no good uh, way of getting rid of, like, most of my old comics that I don't want to keep. Like, the ones that I want to keep, I still want to keep, but, like, I have a lot of 90s X-Men that I don't want, and neither does anybody else. Yeah. So. Yeah,
0: I have. I, I think I have like some specific objects that I want. Like I want a large model of the SDF one that transforms. Cool. But that's just like, it's not even that I love Macross. I just really like the SDF one. And I've got some Figma's. Like I've got a I've got like a Revoltech uh, Xenomorph mm. from from Japan. And I've got. Uh, this kill a kill figure of Mankanchoku in her in her battle club fight club outfit that I have not opened or set up.
2: It would definitely be worse. Like I know I looked once at the Japanese Godzilla store, and oh. there were so many things I wanted. Like I've never been to Japan, and I would really like to go. And I realized that when I did that, I'd have a lot of trouble not buying a lot of stuff for things like Godzilla because i really like it and i'd feel like man i'm like here and i can never get this at home and like it, that would be very tempting
1: did you see that um form two phone case that's like huge and plush
2: what oh i think i saw it on uh on tumblr
1: yeah it's it's like three times the size of the phone that you would put inside it
2: <laughs> yeah i i don't understand why a lot of fans think that like form two or any of the Shinkazoo forms are cute. Like
1: I don't form get it. Form two is super cute. Form no,
2: two is cute. it's grotesque. It's
0: it's a lovely, adorable, stupid googly eye face. It's great. Right, it's
1: so happy all the time. It's yeah, like, la, it's la, just like flopping la. around. It's so good.
2: No, no. It's, it's like blood is coming <laughs> out of its gills,
1: and it's got <laughs> yeah. these
2: giant eyes. <laughs>
1: it's doing its best. <laughs> yeah, he's trying so oh. hard.
2: No, don't I. Batte,
0: don't form do. two.
1: Jeez.
0: No, not at all. And then it just it just fails. It's just like, I'm super yeah.
1: dumb. <laughs> just derping its way through the city, incidentally killing and destroying property. Yeah, it don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but it doesn't it's know when you Poor it's, thing.
0: It can't even think. Like, you just look at its dead eyes. <laughs> its dead
1: fishy eyes. <laughs> it's <barely laughs> <up> its mouth. <laughs>
2: uh, well. So good. None of it. And then, like, the the official Godzilla store had a body pillow for the final Shin Godzilla form. (laughs) Why would you want to sleep
1: with
2: that? (gasps) Maybe it's just for guests. Maybe
0: the guest room gets the the body pillow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you don't want to have guests.
1: There's a Shin Godzilla VR demo for PSVR on the Japanese store, which I specifically Mm -hmm. made a Japanese PS uh, PlayStation, like,
0: playstation PlayStation store
1: account just so that i could download it and check it out and it's literally like two minutes and you're like a guy or a lady because it doesn't specify who's trapped under some rubble watching godzilla slowly get closer and then murder you it's tremendous beautiful that does that sounds pretty rad oh and and in keeping keeping things vaguely like podcast focused there is also a vr trailer for the uh common writer x aid movie that i watched.
0: i want to watch that series so bad (laughs)
1: like like the end of of ghost
0: is being so so awful we're just angry all the time and we don't kate and heather don't want to do the podcast anymore (laughs) like (laughs) they're just like this is really bad talking
1: about the show now no great
0: (laughs) we're so angry all the time (laughs) when we watch (laughs) the show
1: and then record the podcast (laughs) Just do some fifteen-minute episodes. Just get them done.
2: Yep, we are. <laughs> I was curious: is Ghost still running? Like, is it the current Common nope. Rider?
0: X Eight is, but X Eight's ending.
1: Oh, X X8. Eight's yeah, only forty-five episodes, which is weird because normally they were around forty-eight or forty-nine. But yeah. They, I don't know why, but they. I mean, it's kind of like not to be spoiler or anything, but it's kind of obvious that they're rushing the ending a bit. Like this, the last episode I watched could have been like three or four episodes in terms of like the stuff that happened in it. It was really odd. I think they decided that they really wanted to get like a beginning of September date as when you can expect a new Common Rider series or something like that. It's the only thing I can figure because hmm. it's not like either that or X8 is doing really poorly like ratings wise, which I wouldn't know, but I don't see why it would cause it's great. So yeah, it's it's got one episode to go. It's it's odd, hmm. and it doesn't look like it was planned for. Because like I say, it really feels like they're cramming a bunch of stuff into the last few.
0: They're doing that with Ghost, even though it's a completely planned out and normal length series. They're just oh, like yeah. cramming the last stuff in. They're just like, Aha, like
1: reveal. Yeah, but you're not getting like an episode that feels like it could have been like two two part up. Ep- like two parters, like four episodes worth of content. It's just that Ghost doesn't have that much content.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ghost should have should have done some of this earlier, and yeah. then we could have like maybe some character conflicts that make sense or something like that. But no,
1: that's just that's just plotting issues. Whereas this feels like they they found out like a month a month uh, before that they only had one month to finish their show instead of two months like they thought. Not that it's really hurting the show or anything. It just feels like. The pacing feels weird. Hmm. Either that yeah. or they knew when they just decided to pace it weird. I don't know.
0: Anyways, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that does
2: it. Mm-hmm. I guess I have a, a great season of Kamen Rider to look forward to. <laughs> you
1: know what? You're enjoying it, so don't let us dissuade you. It's not like it's a bad show. It's just no, not as good as other shows.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's, yeah. it's it's failing in comparison to others, that's all.
1: It's, it's like if you started by watching Iron Fist, and every and you knew that, like, Jessica Jones was was available, but you would, weren't allowed to watch it yet, for some reason.
2: Or if you had to watch Gamera, uh, but you knew Godzilla existed.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think Ghost is as bad as Gamera.
2: Yeah, so far, I'm enjoying
0: Ghost. Ghost's not even as bad as Iron Fist. Like... No. It- Iron
1: Fist's... I can't watch Iron Fist.
0: God, yeah, I, I watched the first episode. I was like, oh god, no!
1: <laughs> I watched the first episode and ten minutes of the second episode. I'm like, nope, tapping out. I have I have better things to do with my time than this.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah, Ghost doesn't Ghost doesn't make me angry or blasé in the same way that Iron Fist does. <laughs> like, I will finish Ghost. I will I will gladly finish and watch Ghost and watch like the the introduction of Xade. i I'll, I'll go through all of that. It's fine. I'm gonna have fun, but <laughs> Iron yeah, Fist it goes no. to still fun. <laughs> Iron Fist. I'm not. I'm not even sure I want to watch Defenders because of Iron Fist.
1: Me too. <laughs> Thank you. It's like it's like Iron Fist sucked out all my will to watch like Netflix based Marvel properties. Yeah. Like I might watch Defenders if I have to to watch the next season of Jessica Jones. If Jessica Jones is the next season gets good reviews, that's yes. where I'm at. Like, you really have to build up your um, credibility again. Anyway. yeah. My god this is an Iron Fist watch.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you all for listening. You can check out more at ghostwatch2017.xyz and you can find me, Coriander Dickinson on Twitter, at Absalar.
1: And you can find me, Adam Wasserman, on Twitter at, at goldsarcasmium.
2: And you can find me Alexi Peppers, on Twitter, at A.M. You can't answer my bee poll, because it was closed after two days, because I honestly didn't think that I'd get nearly as much feedback as I did, but feel free to tweet at me about bees. Thank you. <laughs>